As we concentrate that the gifts of the Holy Spirit might function are what the secularist might speak of as the paranormal, let us believe. Let us believe. What do you want to call me a murderer for? I've never killed anyone. I don't need to kill anyone. I think it. I have it here. What an excellent day for an exorcism. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Go into the light. Here's Johnny. Please, God. This is God. You still wake up sometimes, don't you? Wake up in the dark. Welcome to Hauntings and Homicide. I'm Heather, and I haven't slept in years. And today, I'm joined by my little sister, Kayla. And I'll sleep when I'm dead. So today, we are talking about the Jameson family and the mysterious disappearance of those people. Um... Today, my sources are mostly from medium.com, allthatsinteresting.com, wikipedia.org, and an episode of my favorite show, Disappeared, which we just watched. Um, It's a pretty weird story, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's freaky. Okay. So, let's talk about the Jameson family. On October 8th, which happens to be our mother's birthday... Mom did it. No wonder she's so weird about this case. <laughs> okay, so the Jameson family, <clears throat> they're made up of Bobby, the husband, Sherilyn, the wife, and Madison, their six-year-old daughter. And they disappeared seemingly into thin air. As the facts around the case start to unfold, things seem to make less and less sense. The Jamesons appeared to be just another regular run-of-the-mill Oklahoma family, so what would cause them to silently fade into the ether? Let's get into it. The day the Jamesons disappeared, there was no indication whatsoever that they would be going anywhere. While investigating, officials had no idea where they may have headed, if in fact they'd left on their own accord. A few days after the disappearance, the family's pickup truck was found in Latimer County about an hour from their home in Eufaula, Oklahoma. Now, the family did have ties to Latimer, as they had recently looked at a 40-acre property out there with the intention to buy it. After purchase, there was talk of them moving onto the property into a storage shed they already owned, while they worked out a more permanent living situation. So maybe they were having a house built or renovating the home on the property or something like that, because I can't imagine why you'd move into a storage unit. The problem was, upon inspection, there was nothing inside the truck that led to the family intending to be away from home for an extended period of time. Inside the truck were wallets, IDs, phones, Sherilyn's purse, and in the back seat was a very malnourished dog identified as Maisie, the Jameson family pet. Also inside the truck, $32,000 in cash hidden under the driver's seat. Now, both Bobby and Sherilyn were on disability at the time of their disappearance, so where could they have gotten their hands on that much money? It's one of the biggest mysteries in the story. Okay, so Bobby's cell phone that was recovered from the scene contained one of the last photos ever taken of their daughter Madison, one of her smiling and holding Maisie, and the other of just her, both of which are backdropped by a foresty-type environment. And it's really strange to me that the phone was discovered where it was. Like, I have so many questions about the timeline of events here. Um, Footprints were found leading up 
the hill, and experts were able to determine that the family had spent about 15 to 20 minutes up there, and this location matched the photos of Madison on Bobby's phone. That means they wandered away from the truck, but came back to it again shortly before they went MIA. Maybe someone planted the phone there inside the car, but I doubt it. They would have just left the phone or taken it with them or chucked it into a ravine or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. I just don't see why. That's I have so many questions. So there was a search party that banded together to search the area where the truck was found, but nobody found anything. So prior to the family's disappearance, Bobby and his father, Bob Dean, had been intensely fighting. There was even talk of Bob Dean trying to hit Bobby with his car. Um, Bobby was suing his father for damages, and apparently Bob Dean was involved with drugs and prostitution and was just an all-around shady character. I was really interested in the fact that the Disappeared episode didn't talk about any of this at all. Yeah. So. Because that sounds way more sketchy than anything I know, right? So many questions. So, now, Bobby's mother had come to live with Bobby and Sherilyn after she had left Bob Dean after 40 plus years of marriage and was concerned for all of their safety. So she had insisted that the security cameras, she had insisted that security cameras be installed inside the home. Herein lies one of the creepiest, most unsettling parts of our story. In what is most likely the last evidence of the Jameson family ever recorded, Bobby and Sherilyn are seen taking several trips back and forth from the truck to the house. Something like 20 trips per person, packing up the truck. And neither Bobby or Sherilyn acknowledge each other even once. They don't look at each other. They don't stop to ask each other a question. It's like they're living in parallel universes that never cross. They also seem to be in some kind of trance, back and forth, back and forth, without stopping, like they were some kind of robots. Um, I watched the CCTV video. I know you didn't see it, but it's pretty weird. I feel like it's like hard to tell. It is, because it's really bad quality. Yeah, because you can't really tell if like they're moving like really fast. Like, like if they're trying to get out of there real quick. Like That's why they're not stopping and talking or anything. Yeah. But... I don't know. There is just something eerie about it. Um, psychologists watched the footage and believed that the Jamesons were most likely under the influence of methamphetamine or something similar. Uh, friends and family members, however, claim that the Jamesons absolutely were not involved with drugs whatsoever. Um, I personally would prefer the drug theory, though, because if they weren't under the influence, then why were they acting like that? Yeah. Also, there was absolutely no trace of meth anywhere, no residue, no paraphernalia, nothing. And to me, that's so much fucking worse. It's possible they were in a fight and that's why they weren't speaking to each other, but that still doesn't explain the eerie way they just kept going like wind-up toys. Also, where the hell was all that stuff when the truck was found? Um, There wasn't really anything found in the bed of the truck by officials. Uh. So, like... If they had each taken 20 trips back and forth, that's a ton of oh, shit. Yeah. And where is that shit? Yeah. That's another thing well, that said they took no one's brought up. Like 20 trips <clears throat> each, but did it show them like carrying things? Yeah. Oh. They were clearly loading also, up the truck. going back to like their family and friends saying that there's no way they'd be doing drugs, but also in the show it said that they were very like also secretive and like would disappear. Or just stay in their house for, like, a few days at a time, so mm-hmm. maybe they don't really know them It's true. as well. It's as true, and also, like, if they were using drugs and 
maybe their friends and family like really don't want anyone to know about that part of their lives. Yeah. They think it's irrelevant to this case and they're trying to protect Yeah, maybe. their people. I don't know. I'm for me, I'm really back and forth about that because there's a lot of things in their behavior that makes me think that they were using drugs, but then there's a lot of stuff that makes me think they weren't. So, I'm really 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 conflicted. Yeah. So, on November 15th, which happens to be my birthday. So you did it. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> of 2013, four years after the disappearance, finally there was an advancement in the case. <clears throat> three bodies had been discovered by deer hunters about three miles from where the truck was found, lying side by side and face down. The state of deterioration was severe, and therefore a cause of death was undeterminable. It took advanced technology to identify them, but sure enough, it was in fact the Jamesons. Though nothing was conclusive in regards to a cause of death, there was a hole in Bobby Jameson's skull, possibly from a bullet. Um, I have a lot of questions about this, too. So, if gunshot wound to the head is the cause of death, which hasn't been, you know... Determined. Right. <clears throat> then why weren't similar holes in the skulls of Sherilyn and Madison? Yeah. Um, Maybe... I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, even though they were very much, you know, advanced in the way of decay, uh, forensic anthropologists are usually really good about being able to find out from just bones how someone died. Even if they were, like, <clears throat> strangled or something, though? Yeah. In some <clears throat> cases, yeah. <clears throat> I guess, you know, I, I don't know a lot about their condition, like what condition their body was was their bodies were in. Yeah. But I just it's so strange to me that there was only one hole. Like what happened Like in one of Right. You'd think that yeah. if one was killed a certain way they'd all be killed that way. This one just like, really Unless I, he did it himself, <clears throat> like And then what like, happened to the mom and daughter? Like he killed them and then like I Oh, I know. see. I see. Also, like it says that the bodies are found Three miles or so, mm -hmm. right from the truck. It's just like, what did they? Find what did them? the area look like? That it was was it like really like woodsy or like yeah, how was they not found? Um, almost all of it was uphill. It was really tight with like mm -hmm. brush and oh, like it okay. was lot tons of rocks. It was really really hard to maneuver around and get around there. What is surprising, though, is that they had the cadaver dogs out there, yeah. and they didn't find their bodies. Like, they smelled something in the... Yeah, they they the followed the scent tank. to a water tank, but that proved... Nothing. N <laughs> it came, yeah, nothing came of it. So they drained a water tank and looked for their bodies there, but they found nothing. So, let's talk about some possible scenarios as to what could have led to the deaths of the Jameson family. Um, firstly, Bobby and his father were having that feud, and Bobby's mother was so freaked out for their safety that she had the cameras installed. Uh, officials were never able to tie Bob Dean, Bobby's father, to the deaths, but what if he'd hired a professional? There are a lot of things involved here that make me think of a hired hitman, like how there was no trace of blood, no sign of struggle, everything's super clean. The phones and everything left behind as though someone were confident that they weren't going to get caught because this is what they do. They know how to pull it off without a hitch. You know, this is their literal job. And clues suggest that Jameson's 
that the Jamesons were forced from their vehicle in a hurry. Um, I could see a professional being concerned only with their job, like ending the lives of these people and not being concerned with the contents of the truck, hence the $32,000 being untouched. Unfortunately, Bob Dean died only a few months after the disappearance. So anything he might have known died wow. with him. I don't remember how he died, but I, I don't think it was mysterious circumstances. Remember, he was, he was an older man. He was a heavy drug user. So, yeah. I, I, I feel like there's a lot of it that makes me think total professional job here. But then the terrain of, like, where they were found, like, why would... You'd have to know that area really well. Yeah. And it's possible that a professional would. Like maybe. I don't know. Like you think someone like forced them to go there? Yeah. Or dragged their bodies out there knowing that it was a place that would be hard to find and therefore a good body dump site. I'm not sure. That part really confuses me. And then there's the witchcraft thing. So here's the hauntings portion of our show. Spooky. Spooky. So Sherilyn had believed that her cat had been poisoned by a neighbor and started spray painting phrases on signs and other surfaces, such as their own storage container, with sayings such as, quote, witches don't like their cats being killed, end quote. But Sherilyn's own best friend quoted her as saying, quote, make people think you're crazy and they'll leave you alone, end quote. So I think that right there kind of explains that behavior. <clears throat> yeah. So, the Jamesons also owned a copy of Anton LaVey's Satanic Bible, but they told everyone that they owned it as a joke. Um, and if you've read that book, you know how harmless it is. I have it on my shelf upstairs. It's very much not threatening at all. It, it just sounds, ooh, the yeah. Satanic Bible, but it's really not anything. Um, but the Jamesons were also convinced that their house was haunted. Apparently, their daughter Madison was talking to beings that weren't there, but Sherilyn's mother thinks that this was just a child working through emotional problems. Sherilyn and Bobby, though, were convinced that there were, quote, three to four spirits haunting their home that lived on the roof, end quote. And Bobby had asked their church pastor if there was a special bullet he could buy to um, make them extra dead i guess i mean <laughs> dead they're AF. they're ghosts what do you how are you what i've heard some really drugs man whack shit in my life but wow yeah it's pretty out there a bullet for a ghost a bull i i literally it broke my brain i can't <laughs> it's broken I can't, I can't i can't do anything with that okay so another thing Apparently, there was a man who was boarding with the Jamesons that had threatened Sherilyn because she had native blood, and he was a self-proclaimed white supremacist that Sherilyn forced off the property at gunpoint. She even fired some warning shots to let him know she was not fucking around. So it's possible that this guy was pissed about all that and wanted revenge, but for whatever reason, he was ruled out as a suspect. Do yeah, mean? I don't like that. I That like, one's for weird. why? I feel like that, like, would make sense. Like, if he was with the white supremacy people, 
Sure. Like, maybe he had someone, like... White supremacists are usually really fucking stupid, though. Well, yeah, I'm not saying he did it himself, but, like, maybe... He like, had, he got his like white a, supremacist buddies, like sure, maybe. maybe. A smart one. Maybe. It's definitely... I, I mean... I just, like, the money, like... The money is such a weird aspect. And the fact that it was still there. I know. Like, who wouldn't... take the money. You'd think anyone would search the car and, like, just grab what you could. Like... Yeah. Have you never played a video game in your life? Yeah. Loot. Anyway. (laughs) Loot. Also, in the truck, there was a letter from Sherilyn to Bobby that was super hateful and talked about how she was considering divorcing him. Um... And this could be possibly related to why they weren't speaking to each other in the video footage. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they were in a fight and he was upset that she was talking about divorcing him, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Sherilyn also carried a twenty-two pistol in the truck, which could not be found. And there was a theory about a murder-suicide, like, on her behalf because she wanted to divorce him, whatever. But the way the bodies were found face down and, like, evenly mm, apart, yeah, is, though they've been placed that way, it almost 100% contradicts that theory. And also, like, they, they didn't say they found a gun or anything, right? Right. Which, like... Where would that go? That's a really yeah. good point. I didn't even think of that. Um, also, no one talks about the person they were purchasing the land from. So I have to just assume that they were ruled out because that should have been the number one person that they would interview. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why they had the money, like. Maybe. But where'd that money come from? And, like, why wouldn't that person take the money? Especially if they knew that they were on their way to, like, purchase the land. You know, you'd think. Why was. What's the dad's name? Bobby. But his dad. Bob. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Did he end up getting sued? Like, did he somehow get him money? Like, say, like, here, here's some money? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just really wild to me that the dad wouldn't be involved. Yeah. Because, like, they were in such a heated feud that pretty much everyone knew about. I don't know. It seems... Like, maybe the... Pretty coincidental. Maybe Bobby and... What's her face? Sherilyn? That one. Maybe they didn't do drugs, or maybe they were, like, selling drugs? Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to speculate, because there's... Because that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Um, I've read some places, though, that said that they did carry large sums of cash on them, but like I said, they both were on disability. Yeah. So that cash is... I don't think disability pays that no, much. Especially, like, in Oklahoma. So where did that money come from? Yeah. Um. So even though it looks like they were forced off the road, like, it clearly wasn't to rob them because... Yeah. Like, it looked personal. It had Like, it been. seems personal. If they... Yeah. Even if you were the world's worst burglar and, like, accidentally couldn't find the money, you'd, well, you'd, they would have taken the phones and the purse. Yeah. And, you know, she probably had money in that purse. Yeah. Stuff you can sell. Rip yeah. out the car radio. Whatever. You know? It's so strange. Um, This is unrelated, but in the show, it talked about the picture of the daughter. Mm-hmm. And they th- suspected maybe... Oh, they were saying that... It- 
it looked like a picture that wasn't taken by by the parents. parents. Like she looked yeah. upset. And There's one picture. The picture where she's holding the dog. She looks really happy. She's like hugging her dog. She's so happy. The other one, I will admit, it is a strange pose. She's kind of holding her arms out away from her body. For lack of a better and right, I was going to say. For lack of a better analogy, it's kind of like a crossed arms, you know, I dream of genie pose, and she looks like she's uncomfortable. But I don't know why. Yeah, like not crying or whining. Like she doesn't like. She doesn't want to be doing this. They they suspect that someone else took the photo, but. I don't know. I feel like it could be like an accidental, like yeah. they accidentally. Like they were trying to get her to smile, but then she yeah, didn't. Yeah, she like, didn't. Right, well, never mind. I don't know. Why would the murderer take a picture yeah, of her that's and why then I was take like, the would... phone back to the car? Yeah. But, I mean, I will admit that that probably is the most strange aspect of this case to me, is that the <laughs> like that's the what they're fucking focusing on. phone and, and why is it in the car? They went up the hill, they came down the hill, they put the car back, and then they disappeared. Not the car back. They put the phone back in the car and then they disappeared. Because it had to have been, like, shortly after that. Yeah. That's so strange. Why didn't they take the money? That's super weird. Why didn't they take any of their stuff? That's super weird. I don't get it. I'm lost. Yeah. Also, I'm just gonna say it, kind of got a weird vibe from the friend. Oh, yeah? No? You didn't get that? I got a weird vibe because I felt like she, her crying was fake. Yeah. And I feel like she just was kind of something was off. I, I mean, I you mean, can I never tell because everyone. Anything. I feel like she might know more than she's letting on. Yeah, which is the case in a lot of instances. Well, that's all we know about that. So, um, we like to do a thing at the end where we talk about what we're obsessed with this week. Do you have an obsession? It's called a weekly obsession. Obsession? Yeah. Like, just something for this week? Yeah. What are you obsessed with right now? Hmm. Watching that younger show. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, it is really good. I feel like it's just, like, an easy watch. Like, I don't really have to think about anything. Yeah, it is really... It's, like, relaxing for me, like... Totally. It does. It never gets so complicated that you're, like... It doesn't stress you out so bad that you're, like, oh, my God. Yeah. I, Although I will tell you, since okay. I no, it's, it's oh, fine. Okay. Because I watch it as it airs, mm-hmm. the cliffhangers at at the end of a season oh. are rough. When you really? have to wait a whole season in between, it's like, oh, yeah. That's the only thing about younger that's stressful. But I mean, a good cliffhanger, you know, you kind of want that in a show. Yeah, that's true. But other than that, I don't think I have an obsession. I mean, that is an obsession. Just trying to find my purse, really. Yeah, do you want to do you want to talk about your purse fiasco? Uh huh. I lost my purse. <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> Handed my purse to someone. Went pee. Came back. My purse was gone. So our next episode is probably about the disappearance of Kayla's purse. Yeah. Nobody knows. Whatever, maybe if you, one of my friends still gets If you or someone you know has any information about Kayla's purse, please call the number yeah. on your screen now. I'm going to put up, like, wanted... Or we have a tip wanted. line available. Missing signs. Kate Spade, where yeah. are you? What's um, your obsession? Um, oh, I finally caught up on watching The Good Place, and it's... Mm. 
I gave up on that one. How how long did you give it? Twenty minutes. Yeah, pretty much. I watched like how many seasons are there? Four. Yeah, I think I only watched like two seasons, and I was like, mm, no. Nah, it's so good. You just have bad taste. That's pretty accurate. Also, I low key got mom addicted to Charmed. So yeah, that's pretty. That doesn't cool. surprise me. It's pretty cool. She's like, oh, I don't want to watch that. And then, like, ten minutes in, she's like, oh, my God, what's, why is he doing that? What's going to happen? Oh, my God. Do you remember? Do you remember this? Do you remember what happens? And I'm like. Kind of like how when you told me to watch Star Wars and I wouldn't. And oh then I became God. obsessed with it. Don't even fucking get me started. <laughs> I tried to get Kayla to watch Star Wars for, like, ten years. And she's like, that looks stupid. <laughs> And I was like, okay. And then finally she watched it and then she became extremely obsessed with it. And I was like, okay. Also Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's true. I was really into Game of Thrones and she was like, this show looks stupid. Yeah, I didn't want to watch it. I don't know why. I mean, we probably shouldn't have. Yeah, that's true. We probably just should have shut it off that day. And yeah. Never talked about it again. But... Well, anyway, I guess that's it for this week. Um, stay tuned for our eat it or eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, we're going to start a cooking show where I make food and Kayla either eats it or she catapults it into a flaming dumpster. No, yeets it. AKA yeets it. And it's called eat it or yeet it. Dude, we shouldn't have said anything because someone might steal it. They're probably going to fucking steal it. I need to log off so I can write... The Food Network. Anyway, that's this episode. That definitely happened. And, um... So, I'll see you next week. And if you miss me in the meantime, remember, I'm always with you in spirit. And I love you. To dad. To dad. To dad.